Case file EC-0XF-007. Island life. At approximately 1 a.m. on the 15th of January, the entirety of disappears. Reports come in that there is simply a gaping hole in the earth where the borough in question previously existed. Eidolon of Montreal quickly mobilizes, beginning a disinformation campaign on social media and setting up traffic blockades and mirage generators to dissuade through traffic. Anyone attempting to enter itself is told that a localized flash blizzard warning is in effect and that they will need to alter their plans. As of 10 a.m., attempts to contact the missing citizenry have largely failed. A cursory investigation of the site reveals that whatever happened is distinctly magical in nature, but the specifics at this time are beyond us. However, we can confirm that the hole does not appear to have a bottom. As such, we intend to send an exploratory team to raffle down through the hole in the hopes of locating the missing borough and its populace. All staff not assigned to explore the hole or monitor this team's progress will be assigned to monitoring the skies and near space for potential foreign objects. Failure is not an option. For the sake of the people of Montreal, the nation of Canada, and the future of Eidolon as an organization, we must retrieve this missing territory. It is approximately 4.15 in the morning, on the 15th of January. The four of you are overlooking an enormous, seemingly bottomless pit, encompassing the entirety of what should be the neighborhood of Outremont. The pit is, uh, it's not quite dark. It's not like, uh, like an abyss. It's more kaleidoscopic and colorful. Uh, Jean Delacroix, as long, along with several other people from Eidolon, uh, are present. A perimeter has been established. And the main focus for everyone but the four of you is making sure nobody else sees this huge fucking hole until you solve the problem. How are y'all doing? How early well, is it? <laughs> Uh, approximately 4.15 a.m. Uh, I think... I think Thea is passing out little cups of soup. Like, little mugs of soup with a lid that she prepared. She's been up since two. Uh, she kind of knew this. She got the heads up, so she's been preparing for this. Uh, so she she's, like, making sure everyone has something to, to eat and drink at the same time. That's why soup. And everyone's good to go and has energy and this early in the morning. Juniper uh, has brought uh, four uh, very large uh, to-go cups of coffee. 
<laughs> oh hell yeah! Coffee and soup, just double fisting that. That's that, that's actually Alana is double fisting, but it's soup <laughs> and Rockstar, uh, <laughs> which is not a good combination. Hmm. Well, Fine, it's chicken soup. It goes for everything. I feel a little out of my depth here. Would any of you consider yourselves an expert on large holes? I mean, uh, I have I'm, five I'm not, I'm not fucking saying anything about that. No. That, that joke is out of character, so I apologize. <laughs> nope. I, think, I don't mm-hmm. think she would say that. <laughs> nope. Not biting that one, no. I... N- not really. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm quite experienced with large holes. Don't you remember the one we had a couple years ago in the middle of town? It was, like, really big and gaping, and it had, like, the... T- I think there were tendrils, like, on the outside? I would prefer if we did not discuss no. <laughs> this topic further. I, d- uh, you d- I don't understand why you're so squeamish about this, Juniper. It's just a tendril hole. Mm-hmm. Frankly, this one's a little more intimidating. The lack of tendrils uh, leaves it very ambiguous what might be in there, yeah, which I, I don't really like. I am. I prefer that there are no tendrils. I don't know. There's the old saying of, like, never trust a hole without tendrils. Okay. Um. What do we? Right. What do we? So, yeah, wh- so uh, just to just to be clear about what the characters are looking at. Uh. So it, you say it's kaleidoscopic. Like, are the colors moving around? I would say so. Yes. Okay. So is is it? Does it seem like there's like light coming out of it, or is it like just a pool of of like weird liquid? Like, what's it look like? It's definitely not liquid. Like, it is a hole. I would say it's more like the light... There's light coming from the bottom that's illuminating the walls, and it seems almost like the walls are shifting. If that makes sense. Okay. Well... Did did you send anyone else in there? Are we going to be the the guinea pigs? Have have they done the laser pointer test, Jing? Excuse me? The laser pointer test, where we get a super powerful laser pointer... And see if we can see the bottom, or what happens if we reflect off the sides. So we could see. Uh, you know, it's is... it's it's basic procedure. We we performed a laser pointer mm-hmm. test, and we were not able to make out the laser. I don't believe hmm. this to be because the hole has no bottom. I just think it's distant enough that it's yeah. difficult to see without a telescope, and yeah, I mean, the telescope used. So, yeah, I mean, um, you know what you know what they say: where there's a hole, there's a bottom. So okay, so um, are we just going to keep making <laughs> hole jokes, like for because you, you know earlier you were very proud of yourself for not taking the bait. No, but that one I'm I had to. So, like, come on, I'm 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 only I, human. It was a good I'm, joke. So it's safe to assume we've the joke to me. Have, I'm not. Have, what no, do bottoms uh, have to do with oh, the holes? Uh, later, oh, later. So, I'll, right, I'll tell you later. Don't so, worry about ask, it. It's fine. Okay. Let's, an, let's answer Flint's question. I mean, there are, there are bottoms and holes. <laughs> Don't worry yeah, about yeah, it. Every Don't worry hole about has it. a bottom. We have an important thing we're doing here. Ignore it, my yeah, stupid Each hole has shit. a bottom and every bottom has a hole. Um, oh, God. Yeah, yes. Uh, uh, yes. So would you would you say we've exhausted all of our methods for testing and examining this thing from the outside? I would say so. Um, Very well. Also, given that this is a fairly big hole, <laughs> does anybody want to make a comment about the size of the I'm hole? Like, nope, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm no. good. All right, Taya, you've got a- uh, you've got the walkie-talkies, right? You've got um, yeah, yeah, Flint. Um, Flint? 
we we have we have the telescopic ladder. We don't need you to jump in. Mm-hmm. But I want to. It's dramatic. Okay, I, but uh, you should use the bungee cord just to be safe. All right, very well. And then uh, Flit's gonna we transform. We don't want this hole to suck you up. You know. Oh God! Stop. We gotta <laughs> stop. We gotta stop. And then uh, Flit's gonna strap I- in. Uh, Maxie uh, knew exactly what she was doing. No, I did not. It's gonna strap in, and he's just gonna dive into the kaleidoscope. All right, <laughs> Flint. Uh, I'm gonna need you to give me a pow draw. My Definitely pow is two. Trying not to break character. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. All right. So beat the odds plus pow. That is death. Something ends and something else begins. That's neutral. Or the moon, something unknown or a noble interferes. Well, death is my dissonant card, so. Oh, oh well, boy. Salute. <laughs> um, <laughs> great way to start. Great way to yeah, start. I, okay, so your character's dead. Roll a new one. No, no, it's not. It's not anything like that. But uh, wow, this is really a. This is a thinker. Um. Mike, I'm going to ask you this. Did Flint, in fact, put a bungee cord on before jumping in? Yes. Yeah, I said, I said he strapped in. Okay. Um. Then I think what's hap- going to happen is you are going to hurdle through this kaleidoscopic chasm. We're calling it a chasm now. Thank you. Just so everybody <laughs> understands that. Um. And... It pretty quickly becomes apparent that this thing is deep enough that the bungee cord uh, is not going to, like, give you enough slack to reach the bottom. Thankfully, that doesn't actually become an issue, because about halfway down, uh, as the bungee cord is about to become taut and pull you back up, you hear sort of a drone, like a deep, unpleasant drone. And oh, that droning is both section, deep and unpleasant. A section of the bungee cord, uh, a little above where it's attached to your belt. Um, I really wish I had an analogy for this. It's better than it gets Thanos snapped. Uh, it, it sort of turns to ash in the wind and just flows away. Uh, and that ah, my cord got the, Thanos snapped. That leaves you to hurdle to the bottom of the pit. Which, um, you know, you are a superhero, obviously. This is not the sort of thing that could kill someone like you, especially with your suit active and functioning uh, normally. But you are going to eat shit, and it's going to be painful, so I'm taking you down to Winded. Okay, that sounds fair. That sounds, uh, then, that sounds fair. Let's see. What do I see now that I'm at the bottom? Um... Let's see, I'm just making a note of your dissonant effect, which is uh, anytime you dazzle someone until the deck is reshuffled, do not draw. Instead, I'll act as if you played the moon. Um, we start, did we start with a fresh deck today? You did not. So, you know, it's probably going to shuffle pretty soon. Uh, oh, okay. uh, so at the bottom of the pit, I would say you see sort of a cave exit. And outside of that is just... It looks like normal Utramon, but... If you look closely, you can tell that the horizon is sort of shaped wrong, and specifically that uh, you appear to be on a very, very small sphere that is very steeply curved. Okay, so I've, so I've landed on some kind of ball. Yes, and it's is it like just is it like wedged in the bottom of the of the like the tunnel, or is it is it floating? 
it seems to be floating, but in the same way that Earth floats in space, you know? Okay. Like, like if if I ha- if you had to guess, and I think you've worked you've you've dealt with uh, various portals and spatial warps enough that you would understand this. Obviously, um, it's not so much that you passed through a straightforwardly spatial tunnel. It's more like you passed f- through a wormhole, if that makes sense. And the okay. wormhole's just still there. Okay. Uh, and the so, other so are the you- is the like the. When I look up, do I see the kaleidoscope lights? Yes, you do. Okay, and what 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 is is the ball just like made of rocks? Like what what does it look like? I mean, t- to be clear, it's not that you're like seeing a ball. It's you're seeing Outremont, but it's curved more steeply than it should be because the ball it's on instead of the Earth is a ball that's much smaller than the Earth. It's like okay. a Super oh, Mario uh, Galaxy planet. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes, like, that's excellent. Uh, it's, yeah. it's absolutely a Super Mario Galaxy planet. Oh, oh, so it's like a Wretched and Clank 2 planet. Sure. Okay. Uh, I don't final play question, enough and I'll let you get to the rest. Of, I'll get you, let you get to the rest of the group. What is Outremont? <laughs> it's a neighborhood in Montreal. Oh, that's where we were at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's the it's the part of Montreal that's missing because the chasm is there instead. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so the other three of you just saw um, <laughs> Flint jump into this chasm, mm-hmm. this pit, and not come back out. And I think uh, Jean is just sort of staring despairingly at it. Uh, I I assume we, like, pull the bungee cord back and see, like, the charred remains? Yeah. Juniper immediately, like, straps a, uh, like, a cord on and says... Okay, no, 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 we're getting the Ju- fucking ladder. Yeah, yeah Juniper, we should probably no, use the ladder, no. like... Mm. Okay. Clyde. All right. Please... We will Clyde, wait. please bring out Entity Hyperspatial 099. And uh, your co-worker Clyde brings out a ladder. Uh, you know those ladders that are kind of like two parts and you, like, clack it up to be a full-length ladder? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, imagine if that, but it just keeps going. Right. Like clacks, and then another segment clacks down, and again and again and again, off into in, receding into the abyss, and uh, eventually you hear a very muffled and distant clack, uh, except for you, Flint, where you hear a very normal clack as it you know hits the floor of the tunnel. I'll go down first. Be safe, okay? Of course. Uh, I uh, think it starts descending. Yeah, Tail doesn't say anything, but she very purposely makes eye contact with uh, with Ileana and like and then like like kind of points her head towards where Juniper is. I'm like, Ilana hmm? immediately turns around and does not look Tia uh, in the eye. Yeah, p- takes out a notebook and scratches off something and then writes something down underneath. <laughs> so, uh, real quick, we established that there were walkie-talkies. Flint is going to try to communicate with someone outside the hole. and just Anyone th- in particular? I, uh, I just, just somebody, yeah. Alana probably has a walkie-talkie on her. Testing, right, testing. Yeah. Can anyone on the outside hear me? Yeah. I would say that the reception is not great, but yeah, she can hear you fine. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you're a little garbled, but we got you. What's up? How, where, where are you? Like, what does it look like? Are you alive? Are you bits? We're, so, Ultraman is a ball? 
Yeah, and I heard it's a fun neighborhood. What? No, I mean it's a ball. <laughs> it's a sphere. Oh, okay. Um Uh well that's yes, not this, great. This, 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 turns out the hole has a ball in it. You gotta stop doing that. You gotta you gotta stop it. Um I well June's coming down to um the sea is so like I don't know, maybe she can figure out something to do with it. It seems like a little out of my, like, my my particular skill set is not useful in this situation. You shouldn't talk about the, yourself that way, Alana. I, no, I'm good at I think what you'll I find do. That, <laughs> I think you'll find that any skill set can be made applicable if you find the right opportunity. I'm Wait, good at June? what I do. I'm not talking shit about myself. I'm just saying I don't think the the... Outremont Sphere is gonna forget about me. Like, it's fine. I didn't... I didn't realize that Juniper went by June for short. I, um... Uh... Oh, no. Right. And turns off the... I'm gonna make you beat the odds plus dazzle. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus glam, rather. Uh, great. I got two glam. All right, uh, you have the Emperor, you break something, or the Wheel of Fortune, you're at the mercy of the fates. Um, now, it, would she be considered acting in the interest of the party or not? I don't uh, think so. I don't uh, think so, especially considering I... No, because have we a, have... A, you're, like, closing our only line of communication. We currently yeah, yeah, you know what? Okay. Uh, yeah, it's just the Emperor you can oh, push. She's going to use my resident card. Is your resident card again? I'm pushing because I don't want to use <laughs> Juniper's resident card again. <laughs> Okay, well, that does get you the Wheel of Fortune, then. You are at the mercy of the face. Okay. <laughs> then, yeah, uh, I... And I will advance the uh, the Phantom Clock. Uh, that brings us to six. I need mm. to see if there's anything special. I do at six. That's that's true Eidolon romance uh, pushing so you don't use your maybe girlfriend's resident car. Yeah. <laughs> no, but only because you can't even, like... Talk about the possibility of yep. feelings yep. there. Yep. Yep. Okay. So, when the Phantom Clock reaches That's six, it shit. ticks each time the Fate deck is exhausted and the discard pile is reshuffled, uh, which will be happening soon. So we'll see what happens there. Um. So yeah, I think what happens, Alana, is uh, you panic and just straight up throw the walkie-talkie <laughs> on the ground and stop it <laughs> until it breaks. <laughs> uh, which d- I'll tell you what. Uh, it is a very convincing facsimile of something breaking the walkie-talkie, and it's ceasing to function. Whoops! Finger slipped. What? Uh-huh. Walkie's broken. Sorry. Oh. Well, um... Hey. That was the only walkie-talkie we own. Why do- wait, I mean, hold on. How do we only have the other one, one walkie-talkie? Oh, there was the walkie-talkie Look. bugs, like, a couple months ago. I don't know if you remember them. We're we're still mm-hmm. cleaning. That was the only one in the contain in the containment zone. So everything uh, else got full of walkie talkie bugs. I, maybe I was. I don't know. Okay, I'm just saying. Like you know, it seems like basic equipment for us to have some backups. Uh, you would think so, but they kind of clear out the whole city. Mm-hmm. How long? It's been a bit of an issue. <laughs> How long has Snake Eater been playing as Juniper is climbing down this ladder? <laughs> I'd, say, I'd say it's looped once, uh, and she's about two-thirds of the way down, uh, and she's also going to hear Jean just shouting, Juniper! 
How's it going down there? Are you safe? Yes, I'm fine. It's a quite long distance, but I'm okay. Okay, I'm going to send the other two after you. Okay, All right, other two, the going way back after up her. is going to suck a lot. We're prob- It's going to be murder on the arms. You- we'll get a crane or something. Some ropes? You should probably go get some ropes. This, I, if I'm going to be honest, this seems like we were like very unprepared in terms of equipment for this mission. I I would recommend against ropes, given how the bungee cord incident went. I think we should probably stick with the ladder, since it doesn't seem to be disintegrating. I, w- I will say, Juniper, there are little bits of the ladder here and there disintegrating, but... Most of them reform after a second or so, and the damage isn't enough that it's, you know, compromising the intu- the structural integrity. I don't know what the intuctural stregnity is. <laughs> Correction. Um, the anomaly is attempting to eat away at the ladder, but it is reforming faster than it can be disassembled. I wonder if it could be him again. Wait, him? You gotta, you gotta explain that one. You, you can't say him like that and not tell us who you Wait, mean. Wait, do you mean like old him or new him? I mean that man, Thea. Oh, <laughs> I thought you meant him, H Y M, and and anyway, sorry. <laughs> one Dude. of us is one of us a Valentine. You have to tell me if we are. <laughs> uh, none of you are Valentines, to my knowledge. <laughs> hey, both of you go down the fucking ladder, by the way, okay? Yes, boss we, we, can't, we can't have, like, half this episode be fine. <laughs> just getting increasingly annoyed with you. Fine. Sure? Um, we can talk about wholesome more if you want. Uh, no, that's on. fine. It's, it's a pit or as, a chasm. I think as Thea says that, uh, Alana tries to do the... Thea like, does not say that. That was fabby. <laughs> Um, I, Alana tries to do the cool video game slide where, like, you loosen your grip so you can slide down fast. Yeah, I think oh that works God. fine. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna make you draw for that. Great. You oh. just fucking zip on down. You, you know, you... Yeah. Honestly, you get, like, minor friction burns on your hands. It's a little unpleasant, mm-hmm. but on the plus side, you don't have to walk all the way down the fucking ladder, yeah. so... You probably arrive at around the same time that Juniper does in that case. Yeah, you you get off the ladder and then two seconds later. <laughs> a lot of comes sliding down. Oh, catch me, catch me, catch me, catch me! Oh, oh, uh, Juniper, like, quickly holds her arms out. Ugh. Are you... I mean, are you okay? Yeah, I just, like, you know, like, like, rug burn, kind of, on my hands is fine. It'll be fine. Ah. Right, yes. I took the fast way. I didn't want to, like, what? Uh, climbing up that is going to suck bad enough. I don't want to have to climb down it, too. Yes, understandable. You really should be more careful. You might need those hands while we're in this hole. I can still. My hands are fine. I don't. I didn't lose my hands. Anyway, uh, I'm going to take <laughs> a closer look at the hole. What do I see, GM? The hole you're in? Yes. Do you see the, the you see the sphere, down right? Here. Yeah, we see the sphere. Yeah, yes. Outside it, there's there's Utramol, and it's the Mario Galaxy planet, and inside it's the big chasm with the kaleidoscope walls. Okay, let, let me be more now. specific. I would like to investigate the hole. <laughs> <laughs> there's 
not a lot to what? investigate. It's the- just a, it's a hole. Okay, let me investigate the ball. <laughs> <laughs> let me investigate something. I've been standing here while everybody else talks about ladders. <laughs> Okay, how about this? I, I, You can investigate Outremont itself. You can, you know, start walking around, observing it. Okay, I'll do that. <laughs> okay, what's your genius? Uh, one. Alright, uh, you have one question, and it's going to be the tower. <laughs> Fan have fun with fucking that. tastic. What complications should I be wary of? <laughs> what complications should you be wary of? Uh, well, I can tell you this. For the most part, Outremont Island... It's not an island, normally. I don't know why I'm calling it island. Outremont. It's kind of an island right now. I mean, yeah, it's, you know, a ball in the middle of nowhere. I guess, you know, this island Earth. Every ball is (laughs) an island, etc., etc. Um, Outremont is mostly its normal self, except that it has been warped into this sphere that just sort of keeps going... In a sphere, you, you understand. You know how spheres work. You understand three-dimensional objects and how, like, a plane can be folded. I think. Um, I think so. Yes. <laughs> I'm envisioning. It in, I'm envisioning it in my mind. You are noticing there are spaces where structures are disintegrating a lot, like that rope did, that bungee cord did. It's slow, and it's not to the extent that anything is just going to like zoop out of existence in an instant but there's clearly something that is eating away at reality itself here and it's particularly noteworthy i would say around the part where the you know super mario galaxy planet folds and like there's sort of a seam right where the south end of Ultramon meets the north end um and i would say like around that seam it's particularly pronounced you are also noticing there's a lot of people here. Those could be a complication. Mm. They don't seem to really notice anything's out of the ordinary. They're just going about their lives. That's a little strange. Uh, if I walk over to the seam and, like, peek down between the planes, uh, do, do I see anything in there? I would say so. I would say if you look very closely, you can make out what appears to be more of Montreal. But it's sort of phantasmal almost like it hasn't fully formed you know what i mean i see i see so we're in some kind of weird pocket dimension i assume what do you think juniper uh well my specialty has never been with planar mechanics however it does seem like Utramon has been reduced and uh, well its space has been altered in some way did, did we receive any sort of communications before it, it entered yes. this state oh before um, not that I'm aware of hmm. wait how, how did uh, like the, the Eidolon company has a way of like gathering intel like how did we find out about this thing uh somebody who works for Eidolon of Montreal called John in the middle of the night and was like hey fucking Utrebone is gone like the whole thing there's just a big hole hmm. I'm okay curious so what sort of entity could even 
caused this to happen? And if, and where did it go? Hey, speaking of entities that can uh, fuck with dimensions and whatnot, Thea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you 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 taking that ladder or what? Yeah, no, I I thought I had said so, but yes, I f- oh, I followed. Okay, I did not hear you. Fantastic. Uh, draw a glam for me. Oh, Keep that's fun. Yeah, my that's let's see. Let's look at my real character sheet, which has the same numbers as my fake character sheet. To be fair, because I didn't want to complicate my life. Uh, my glam is one. All right, you draw the moon. Oh, oh. Isn't, that, isn't that such a fun draw? To get? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, let me just uh, uh-huh. double check the fate tech. I believe that's uh-huh. something uh, unknown or unknowable interferes. Yes, it uh-huh. is. Do you want to push or? Actually, how much do you want me to take the moon? Uh, I mean, I could go either way. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna be honest with you. If I recall correctly, pushing won't get you much better than the moon. I can't push from the bottom, right? No. Oh, there's one card left, and so. I think oh. that's the emperor. So is that, is that my dissonant? No, that's my resonant. So oh, I should. Uh... Uh... Sure, let's, let's just... keep the moon. Let's go. No, All right. no, no regrets. I think, Fabby, as you are mm-hmm. descending the ladder, uh, as Thea is descending the ladder, rather, <laughs> that sort of disintegration effect happens to both her and disconnect the dots. It's okay. not at risk of making either of them disappear but instead it sort of peels a layer away and reveals Tim and Tim I wish you were born a girl respectively instead gradually bit by bit as patches fade and are replaced it creates a sort of collage effect Hmm. where you and your idol on look like you've been sort of taken apart and stitched back together arbitrarily. How does this feel? Uh, emotionally or physically? Uh, you tell me. I mean, I think you can answer emotionally, and I think we both know the answer emotionally. Yeah. Not great. Um, physically, it's somewhat strange, because in a very real sense, both of them are your body. Mm-hmm. But I think it's fair to say you're not usually actively inhabiting both at once and you're yeah. certainly not like half inhabiting one and half the so, other. You can sense where you can sense where one begins and one ends. It all feels like you have one right arm, for instance, but like mm-hmm. you, you know enough about what it feels like to be Thea and what it feels like to be Tim that different parts of that arm you can sense just feel different. I... I, this is probably not a good idea, but I think like my first instinct here would be try to switch to Taya and see if I can feel that connection. Hmm. Okay. Let me think about if I should make you draw for this. Yeah, but I'm can, done with can I do something first? Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think Juniper is going to try and uh, reach out like with her Eidolon and try and sense the source of the anomaly. Uh, So I'd like to dredge the undertow. Okay. And you have uh, two biz. Yes. 
All right, so that's going to be the Emperor, which is your resident sure card. Sure is. Uh, or let me shuffle this deck. Finally. Four episodes in. <laughs> I know, I've definitely shuffled the deck before now. No, 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 I mean the Emperor. I, I know, I know, I'm doing a bit. Oh, oh does, okay. it, does that mean my, uh, my, my dissonant effect goes away? Your dissonant effect goes away. Okay. So it didn't really come up, but that's fine. Yeah, I didn't really have to, to dazzle anybody on the ball here. Okay, uh, and your second card is the sun. You were given cause to celebrate. Neat. Anyway, I'll take the Emperor. <laughs> wow, that's a shock. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, you power through all obstacles to seize the moment for you and your friends. Turn the phantom clock back one hour, so it's going to stay at six. Yay. Um. So yeah, dredge the undertow. Remind me what question you were asking. So I'm, I'm trying to find the source of like what's causing the spatial anomaly, like w- the thing that is uh, has turned Utrama into a sphere. I would say you get two answers. One impulse, and I would even say uh, your your eidolon, Empyrean Abattoir, sort of unspools, and part of it points towards that scene that Flint was looking at earlier, and part of it points at Thea. That's strange. It's saying that one of the sources of this anomaly is our co-worker. Hey, which co-worker am I right now? We we didn't, uh, didn't quite both. get there. Hmm. How does it as you descend the ladder and they see you? How? Yeah, describe yeah, me visually. How are we? Um. So imagine if like Frankenstein wasn't dead. Okay. Not literally stitched together, but looking almost stitched together. There's so it, it's not like a clean by. F- bifurcation it's like it's like a, a little bit a little bit of Taya, a little bit of tim a little bit of Taya, a little bit of team tim in weird like splotches yes and all that is of course mirrored on uh your eidolon well this is something hey hmm uh, hey, Thea, um, is this related to that thing we talked about a few missions ago? The, with your, with your power and everything? Cause, um, he... that's my guess, but, um, it sure doesn't feel great. Really, it feels wrong. I guess, maybe. Hmm. Thea, does your power happen to involve any sort of spatial anomalies, tears, wormholes, that sort of thing? Oh, I, listen, Juniper. I know you're pretty new, but it's pretty obvious that Thea and an alternate dimension version of her are trying to occupy the same space at once, and it's having adverse effects. Try to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> the wormhole part probably huh. seems like that's what's doing this. I see. Uh, I, I think. Has this I, ever hmm. happened to you before? It absolutely has not. Nothing like this has happened before. No. 
Um, hmm. Can can I can I even reach into the undertow anymore, or into my undertow, the other side? You can reach into an undertow. Can I flip or no? Doesn't do anything. Do you want to try? Yeah, I've I've been wanting to. I just yeah yeah. Okay. Thea, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. Have you ever been to the City of Dreams before? Wait, what the fuck? I'm sorry, no. what? Hey, wait, 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 what the fuck? What uh, the fuck? Uh, listen, excuse me, I was I was asking facts. Please, we're having a narrative here. <laughs> Thea, have you ever been to the City of Dreams before? I, you have to be more specific. Well, okay, let me describe it and I'll see if it rings any bells. Yeah. I, I assume that you're... You know, I assume that Tim's home and Thea's home look a bit different, right? Yeah. Could you describe them both for me? Well, Thea's home is... You mean the house of this world? The house. Uh, Thea's home, the house, is a very nice, like, upper-middle-class, about, like, six, seven bedrooms, uh... But not to the point of mention. Like it looks like, oh, they do, you know, they do their own repairs type things. Mm-hmm. Whereas Tim's house is an apartment in a shitty part of town. That, you know, the rent's all right, but only recently has he started trying to actually put some effort into it. Fantastic. So I'm gonna tell you what you see. Okay. First thing. Above you, you see a shimmering sky. It has a bit of a petroleum quality to it, but it also looks like the night sky, full of stars. It's got a moon, distant planets, and so on. Mm. Um, that typical, like, you know, that nebulaness of the Milky Way, if you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and then in front of you, there's a whole, like, you know, a little city block, really. Uh, you see a building that looks like an amalgam of Thea's house and Tim's rundown hmm. apartment building, patchworked in a similar way to how you are now, but every time you blink, it sort of shifts and where the patches are changes. Down the road, you see, uh, you know, a considerably nicer apartment building. You see what looks like, uh, some kind of poorly disguised superhero base. You see a cheap hotel with an old hmm. car out front. Um, and the s- things surrounding all those buildings in turn also shift. One moment you're seeing uh, a big pine forest. The next you're seeing just more buildings arranged a little haphazardly, not how they would be on a real city street necessarily. One moment it's underwater, the next it's overgrown with wildflowers. But those buildings stay the same. And you're also noticing that there's a fucking RV sticking out the uh, northeast upper corner of your home. Hmm. Behind you, across the street, Mm -hmm. uh, a street which is also shifting, uh, occasionally a few doors down you see a sort of checkerboard spire... But then, again, if you look at it a little differently, it could just be a clinic where people go for, like, you know, checkups. Uh, but across the street, you see a light rail station. Uh, and there's a big sign at the top that says, Number 9010 6F Line, Station 4917, 
Alpha row two 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 one two. Noteworthy inhabitants: Timothy Escalante slash Thea Lambert, Juniper Rhodes, Alana Ramsey, Flint Tinder, Jean Delacroix, Dustin Hoffman, Entropy Elemental, Sofa, Kevin Lambert, Rebecca Lambert, Nina Lambert, Matthew Lambert, James Lambert, Andrea Lambert. Uh, and it just sort of keeps going like that. Uh, there's also a little sign affixed to a post that says, Lost? In case of emergency, press the button below. But instead of a button, there's just text that says, This is your stop. If you want to leave it all behind, hop aboard the train or just start walking. You can always find your way back if you need to. I think... And for... Well, well we're in this... Well, this is how my character is. I think I'm gonna go with T and they them pronouns at least for now sure at least for me to refer to them uh i think t is first of all this all feels weird but not wrong and after a second they're gonna take a breath look at look at the the sign see the shifting house and try to enter the shifting house slash apartment. Would you say you're trying to see the inside of the building, or trying to get back to where you were? I guess try try to open it. Sure, but the intent mm-hmm. is what really matters here, isn't mm-hmm. it? Not 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 to get back where I. I don't think to get back where I was. I think. They've been so when you spend most of your life going to two different dimensions so much or two different worlds so much that you kinda internalize and separate those two lives separately from each other, and you're suddenly forced to put those two parts of your life that you kinda have like been like, no, this is this and that is that. They're suddenly smushed together and you see a representation that in front of you. I think T wants to see What's in there? Who's in there? Sure. I think uh, when you enter the building, it's not locked. You can just walk in. I don't think there's anybody in there as far as you can see. There's certainly a lot of doors, a lot of rooms. And as you walk through the hallways and check on the rooms, you are seeing records of both lives. You see, um, you know, the axe that you were assigned to wield uh, when committing wolf murder in one room... You see records of your family life with your husband and your children and another. You see memories of what your childhood was like. You see maps of the entire world as you know it. Maps of Canada, maps of the Americas, maps of the whole world, maps of places you've never been to. And the same is true of the next floor up. It's just sort of objects laid out all in relation to each other, all of them telling a story about the world that you're from. And you aren't actually seeing what's in those buildings down the road, but I think you're smart enough that you can imagine that if you looked at one, you might see a lot of similar maps, a lot of similar objects, but all recontextualized by how... Juniper or Alana or Flint has lived their lives. And 
you get the sense that these buildings also exist in relation to each other. Their existence sort of reinforces each other. They are... You know the tree Pondo or Pando? I don't know how it's pronounced. Mm -hmm. It's like that. It's like... They aren't really separate buildings. In, in a sense, they are. But they're all interconnected on a very deep level. And if you were to zoom out, you would see countless other of these, you know, structural organisms connected to each other in a less direct, less tightly wound sense. All of them exerting a sort of pressure and magnetism on each other that shapes them in turn. Uh, and I would say, eventually, you would arrive at the top of this building, and you would see where the RV is basically clipping into the wall, uh, mm. a big zipper around it. I'm gonna try to open the zipper. Alright. Uh, the other three of you, who are not in the City of Dreams, you're just in Utramal. So, um, hey, so, while Taya slash Tim were on this whole journey, like, you can what just call them T, yeah. right? So, yeah. This whole tea. psychedelic trip, yeah. Yeah, what what did we see them like did they vanish like what what did what are we experiencing here yeah i think they just sort of blinked out of existence and their eidolon it's still sort of there kind of transparent kind of ghostly but like you could reach out and touch it um okay so this is weird yes i'm going to test yeah. something real quick um juniper takes out one of her pens um from a suit pocket and uh, sort of, like, pokes it into the seam in Utramaw. I think between that uh, and what T is doing on the other end, the seam, like, very suddenly widens by a large amount. And, like, Whoa. an entire city block just springs into existence where it wasn't before. Hey there, listeners at home. It's me, Void Slash Entropy Elemental and Academy Award BAFTA-winning actor Dustin Hoffman. I am officially affiliated with and endorsing the podcast you're listening to, Eidolon Playtest. Feel free to confirm this by reaching out to my agent. I'm here to remind you about the incredible benefits available to anyone who subscribes to patreon.com slash Playtest. For $1 a month, you get access to all episodes a week early. If you're listening to this episode on January 8th, you could have listened to it a week ago. More importantly, you could be listening to the next episode of Eidolon Disco right now. Who knows what those wacky teenage sleuths could be up to one week in the future. For $3 a month, you get access to the GM notes for every episode, as well as the bonus podcast Eidolon Playlist, where the cast discusses musical artists referenced on the show. For $5 a month, you get all that, plus the current draft of the rules for Eidolon Become Your Best Self 2nd Edition, currently in progress. You'll also get your name shouted out in the mid-roll section. Lastly, for $10 a month, you get, quote, whatever bonus crap we put up there, such as the complete Eidolon playtest soundtrack, composed by Max Knightley, supplemental podcasts on a variety of topics, and, once in a blue moon, video game live streams. I'm actually cooking something up myself, by which I mean me, Dustin Hoffman, the very real actor who is also an embodiment of the fundamental force of decay and dispersion throughout the universe. But I have a lot of projects going on lately, so you know how it is. 
Now I'd like to give a very special Dustin Hoffman brand shout-out to the following subscribers. Hex of Lexi, Saffron Sinclair, Daffodil, Sweet JP, Hannah, Robert Wilson, Fiona Finale, Meh, LV, Vapril, Ellen NK, Kevin Wellens, Richard Wood, Ian Urbina, Ruby Shine, Maximilian Gumble, Valor World Splitter Carmichael, NM, Raymond Tompkins, The Z Mage, Val of the Sundered Troop, Listen to my girlfriend talk about magic lore on the Vorthos cast. Jordan Sam, Velvet Dragon. Thank you all very much for subscribing. It means a lot to us that you enjoy the show and are willing to support it. If you can support the show financially, or if you just kind of enjoy it, please don't hesitate to recommend us to your friends and family. We blew the entire advertising budget for 2024 on getting the real Dustin Hoffman, voiced not poorly impersonated by an amateur, as a celebrity guest star, so we're really relying on word of mouth here. If you don't enjoy the show at all, I'm not sure why you've listened to this many episodes, but you can recommend us to your enemies or something. We'd appreciate it either way. Now, it's time for the thrilling conclusion to Eidolon Montreal. Juniper, your Eidolon is still pointing to the scene, to whatever's still down there. Okay. I, I am, this may sound like a bad idea, but I think it's our only option. I'm going to try and see what's between the seam. How, how wide is the seam? Uh, not very wide. I'd say about as wide, you know, like a picnic table, the gap between two planks and that maybe. Uh, could, could a, uh, for instance, a flint tinder in a costume fit through? Um, not under normal circumstances, but if you have a power that can justify it, I'm willing to listen. Yeah, let me look at my, uh, my powers here. Uh, yes, yes, okay. Uh, cause I, uh, Flint is gonna push a button, and the computer voice is gonna go, Netherland Dwarf, and, uh, he's gonna shrink down, cause he can do Ant-Man shit sometimes. Uh-huh. Uh, and yeah, and then he's just gonna dive into the seam. Yeah, um, I would say that what you see there, uh, is... It's a lot trippier. The sky doesn't look like the sky. It just sort of looks like shimmering colors, uh, like oil paints almost. Um, and you land on a much smaller Super Mario Galaxy planet, uh, which really just consists of two city blocks. Uh, and the largest thing you notice, uh, it is very tall, and it just sort of draws the eye uh, in a way you absolutely cannot ignore. It's very compelling. Um, give me a second to find exactly what the name of this was. Ah, uh, yes, you see the Park Avenue Lofts. Uh, do you have a picture? Let me see if I can get uh, Google Street View open. <laughs> or, you know, since this is an audio medium, can you describe it to me? Let me see if I can get Google Street View open. <laughs> while, um, while that's happening... Hey- um, okay, Juniper, now that you know, everyone else is gone, I have something very important I need to tell you. Sure, of course. You cannot die on this mission because I left my bra at your apartment and it's my favorite bra and I have to go get it. Oh. Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't going to die on this mission. Oh, I know, I know, but I need you, like, extra special. Do not, if I, like, 
it's the only bra that actually is comfortable, and I will be very pissed if I lose it. And also, I would be very sad if you died. So, just please don't. Uh, Juniper, uh, her face goes red, and she says, Yeah, yes, I, I will not. I promise you'll be able Good. to come back over and get your bra, and then great. we can go on another date. Cool. Sounds great. All right, so the Park Avenue Lofts. Uh, normally, it is a two-story, kind of weathered red brick building. It's got, uh, you know, some light neoclassical, I think would be the term, ornamentation. You know, kind of like Roman, Greek-inspired. Uh, and then it's got a third floor with sort of a pseudo-brick gray siding. What you're looking at now looks like if that were just stretched unnaturally and more stories were added. Uh, also, on the first floor, there is a coffee shop called District Bagel. Huh. Well, when in Rome, uh, and uh, let's get to go into the bagel shop. Uh, you know who I think is getting a bagel? And, uh, Flint, let me see. You've been with the organization at least a decade. Okay, so you would recognize this man, and you've probably met him at least once. He is, um... He's currently just getting a bagel and some coffee, having a pretty ordinary day. He's wearing sunglasses, um, you know, a pretty low-key outfit, probably trying to disguise his identity. But you recognize him in an instant, because he is notoriously been a thorn in the side for the Eidolon organization for many years now. They would have told you stories about facing off with him a few times, and it never went well. Uh, he is, of course... Academy Award and BAFTA-winning American actor and Void Elemental, Dustin Hoffman. Hoffman. Of course. <laughs> we, we meet at last. Uh, uh, sorry, who are you? I am Flint Tinder, and I am here to bring an end to your schemes. Uh, so, hard shift from the Ant-Man shit. Uh, Flint's gonna push a button on his belt... Uh, and the voice is uh, going to go Flemish Giant, and uh, we're going to swap out for some Ultraman shit instead. Okay. <laughs> and um, so yeah, yeah, you grow enormous, uh, basically bursting through the ceiling and a couple floors above. Thankfully, nobody's currently staying in those lofts. Uh, and Dustin Hoffman just sort of stares at you, looking moderately annoyed. All right, can you at least give me a second to take care of this bagel? Uh, and he is going to bring out his hook hand uh, and just casually uh, use it as a bagel holder. You know, <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. Go, go, go ahead. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to interrupt a bagel. All right, thanks. Uh, sorry, I'm not... Is this, a, is this about the pocket dimension thing? Yes, it's absolutely about the pocket dimension thing. No, it's oh. about Tootsie, you fucker. Sorry. <laughs> That's a personal gripe. No, it's a very That's valid me, gripe. That's me, Fabby. No, it's good. Get it out. No, no <laughs> listen, I understand. That's fair. It, it was a different time, but you know, I have mixed feelings about the role with uh, the benefit of hindsight. All right. Well, uh, you know, I really don't like doing this sort of thing, but if you're bringing the heat, I guess I don't have much option. Uh, and he's just going to concentrate a bunch of void energy around his fist that is not a hook. And he is going to lunge towards you, Flint. What do you do? Uh, well, I've got a giant fist of my own that I'm going to try and punch him with. 
Sounds like a scrap. What's your pal? Uh, it's two. All right. You have the High Priestess or the Wheel of Fortune. Both neutral cards. Uh, let's go with the Wheel of Fortune since I'm fighting a Void guy. Okay, yeah, so that is a neutral scrap. Uh, let me find the basic moves. I believe uh, you will take damage, and also uh, I'm knocking a card off the top of the deck. Yeah, correct? and he will also take damage. So. Yep. So I would say um, what happens here is your fist, your enormous fist, collides with his normal man-sized fist. And... The force of the impact is enough to send him flying through the window of the bagel shop and skidding down the road. But also, just that small punch basically eroded a layer of your skin. Like, the epidermis isn't gone, but, like, there's a lot of cuts now, and it's feeling very sensitive in general, kind of like you're sunburned almost. Ah! Owie! Owie, owie, owie! And he, like, he, like, kisses it. Uh, I would also say that <laughs> Juniper and Alana, um, I would say the seam has widened significantly from that, and you can see almost like you're looking down into a diorama. Uh, I mean, you can't really make out Dustin Hoffman unless you squint. You can definitely see Flint. <laughs> uh, I think Juniper looks up at Alana and says, okay, I'm going to go in and help Flint. And hopefully find wherever Thea, Thea, uh, wherever Thea went. However, by procedure, I should advise you to stay here to maintain communication with home base. However, if you were to disobey that, I certainly wouldn't mind. You know there's uh, no chance of me staying here so I can talk to home base, right? I'm very glad you said that. Uh, and Juniper uh, jumps down between the crack. All right. Uh, we'll get back to you in a moment. But first, Thea, how are you doing? T is a little... I don't know. Every second that passes, that anxiety and like self-hatred kind of start... Not to completely go away, but like... Mellow out, yeah. yeah, and yeah. What what are they seeing from the zipper they're opening? I would say that at this point the RV is sort of slowly pulling forward uh, into the sky next to the building you're in. Uh, surrounding mm-hmm. it, you can see that same sort of rippling oil paint sky mm-hmm. surrounding that tiny planet that is the bit immediately around Utramond that isn't Utramond itself, and I would say you can, if you look closely, make out Flint from that angle as well. Is there a mirror in this room? I would say there can be. I think T's gonna walk up to the mirror that is showing them as they are, and they're gonna reach out and and touch the mirror in the parts where the two, Taya and Tem, are are clashing, are two separate beings, and rub the mirror until it becomes one solid being. 
to try to... And I think while they're doing this, they're thinking of all the times they've asked him spend the night crying because they couldn't go back to be Taya. They're thinking about all the times as Taya where they have been worried they're going to lose it all. Lose their husband, lose their their children. If one day, if this comes out, if this, if they found out and they slowly start coming to terms that maybe the worst can happen, it's going to be okay. They're going to be okay. And uh, I think they're starting to not be a completely different being. Because Taya and Tim, you know, we, we, gender's a construct, mm-hmm. uh, et cetera, et cetera. I do, I do not know and do not care to imagine what's in T's genitals. And I think that's beyond the point. Yeah, they're it's, it's just, symbolic. Yeah, they're just a person now. They might change their name. Find something else that fits. See if Lambert sticks, if their husband still wants to be their husband. Talk to their kids. If they can get to see them again. Um, so, yeah. Um, yes. Uh, Alana. Yes, hello. Uh, I would say that you and Juniper are... Uh, you manage to make your way down through the scene and to Flint's side, and you see Academy Award and BAFTA-winning actor Dustin Hoffman, Void Elemental, picking himself up the pavement, up off the pavement, excuse me. Oh, great. There's, uh, there's three of you, huh? And I assume fourth one isn't far behind. They would probably have sent their ace agent on this. Who are particular you? Mission. That's Dustin. Oh, it's... That's Dustin Hoffman. Yes. Do you not watch? So, sorry, is Juniper? Is do you watch movies? I mean, yes, I do. I don't. I'm not familiar. I loved your work in Kung Fu Panda. Uh, th- oh, he you. was in Kung I, Fu I honestly, Panda. I didn't. Really yeah, so I was Master Shifu. Um, I was also. Uh, I was on Curb Your Enthusiasm a few times. Uh, I was on. I was in the Fockers. Series um, I shoot Dustin Hoffman in the head. <laughs> I'm not going to make you drop for that, actually. Um, I think you just shoot him in the head and he's like, fuck, ah, god damn. That's not a nice way to treat someone whose work you respect, I'm going to be honest. And also, I think this is a little bit unfair under the circumstances. There are three of them. I shoot him again. Maybe four. God! Well, I mean, none of the rest of us have void powers, so I, I, I feel like this is an even even fight. Uh, I I really think that's subjective, and in my opinion, I shoot him again. I'm going to <laughs> fucking let me have. You're not letting me have my villain monologue. It's really piss, it's really pissing me off. Yeah, I know. Hey, I'm gonna hey, give hey, you like hey. a he fucking is, bathtub if I let you talk. So I'm gonna keep shooting he is, you. He is an award-winning actor. Let him finish his speech, okay? <laughs> no, 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 no. Have, know, fuck it. No, have have we lear- have we learned nothing from the video game awards? You need to give people time to talk. I, I thought the bullets were kind of funny, actually. Thank you. See, someone gets that I'm hilarious. The early four-track recordings. Uh, and Academy Award and BAFTA-winning American actor Dustin Hoffman splits into four younger Dustin Hoffmans. And one of them comes at Flint, one of them comes at Alana, and two of them come... Sorry, two of them come at Alana, one comes at Juniper. Oh, no. 
He's really mad at Alana right now. Uh, what do y'all do? I mean, you uh, really brought this on yourself, I think. Uh, yeah. And then I vanish. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. What do you draw from that? Um, Ellie? Ellie, which is three. All right. Oh, shit. It's two on four. You have the chariot. Okay. Uh, you exceed your own limitations. The hermit, which I believe is your actions, isolate you. Uh, it is also my resident card. Yeah. So it is. Or- oh, my God. The resident card effect. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I assume you're taking the hermit. Yeah, sure am. <laughs> All right, you slip into position to take the perfect shot. Uh, Choose a card that's still in the fate deck and place it in the discard pile. Shuffle the fate deck afterwards. Um, Do you have a particular one in mind? Uh, Let's go ahead and get the chariot out of here. Let's get uh, Juniper's dissident gone. Oh, okay, yeah. That is her dissident, isn't it? Yeah. All right, uh, let me shuffle the deck real quick. I wasn't expecting to do that this episode a second time, but... (laughs) The, the world is really full of surprises, isn't it? It sure is. Some, some days you wake up at 7 a.m., at 4 a.m., and have to shoot Dustin Hoffman in the face several times. Dustin Hoffman, please don't sue us. <laughs> parody, parody, parody. You know, it's parody, it's satire, it's, uh, you know, celebrity voice in person. <laughs> I'm shooting Dustin Hoffman in the head it. in Minecraft. He owes it to us for Tootsie. I'm just saying. That's true. Reparations. And Rain Man, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. That's not for me to call, but yeah. You completely vanish from existence, and as these two Dustin's Hoffman are charging you, they just kind of look at each other like, what? And then slam into each other. (laughs) Which, uh, let me tell you, two Void Elementals doing that, not great for them. They're not, like, disintegrate or anything, but, uh... They take a big chunk out of each other. Now, I do I do uh, want to point out that the Resident Card Effect text does specifically say you slip into position to take the perfect shot. Uh-huh, you do. Can I, like, just straight up gangland execution Dustin Hoffman? <laughs> <laughs> well, at least one um, of them, probably. Yeah, I would, I would say that you are oh. able to immediately gangland execution one of these Dustin's I would the one The one that's going after <laughs> Juniper. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that guy, he is uh, he is rearing back for a hook swipe at Juniper, and then just bam, his entire head disintegrates. Huh. That was shortly strange. Shortly thereafter, followed by the rest of his body. And now there's only three Dustin's Hoffman. Uh, <laughs> Juniper just quietly mutters, "That was for Tootsie." <laughs> uh, you mean Alana? Oh, yeah, yeah, Alana does, not Juniper. Alana says that. My character. Juniper has never seen Tootsie. Um, Good, keep it that way. (laughs) Juniper is going to uh, put on her uh, gloves, uh, and then she is going to, like, sort of tag team two of the Dustin Hosmans with her Eidolon. So her Eidolon is going to try and you know, uh, impale one with spike with its spike hands, and she's just gonna punch the other one normally with her very hard fists. All right, you doing regular scrap or bloody knuckles? Juniper did promise to come back alive, <laughs> so I'm gonna regular okay. scrap. 
All right, that is three pow. You have a choice between the sun, you were given cause to celebrate, death, something ends and something else begins, and the hierophant. I actually got to check that one. Uh, you discover something. I'm going to go with... That's a positive and two neutrals. The sun. All right. Uh, you pummel the fuck out of these Dustin's Hoffman. Um, Catharsis. <laughs> Yeah, no cards get discarded from the fate deck, and you don't take damage. You are just... I would say it's not quite enough to uh, completely annihilate either of them, but it's pretty bad for both of them, especially the one that's getting hit by Empyrean Abattoir, just kind of carving him up, and like, again, Void Elemental, so it's just sort of like bits of him flake off and fade away. Like, he's it's kind of the inverse of Jigsaw Puzzle from Episode 2, you know? Sure. Uh, where instead, you know, instead of anything fitting together, it's just being taken apart. Uh, and I think the the Dustin that was going for Flint kind of, like, looks a little panicked and starts backing off. And he's like, oh, Ogre, all right. Well, uh, I, w- I, wasn't, I wasn't expecting things to go this bad this quickly. I'm going to be entirely honest with you. Sorry, Mr. Hoffman, but it's time for you to try some method acting. And Flint's just gonna fucking step on. <laughs> wow. Um, In public? Hold on, what does that have to do with method a- acting? I'm confused. Don't worry about it. Um, I'll tell you what. It turns out Mike's not good at one-liners. Uh, well then, I thought it was a reference uh, to a Dustin Hoffman movie. I just wasn't understanding. No, you know what? I, I, I think that's a good enough one-liner to count for Static Shock. Do you want? Uh, do you want three glam? I would love three glam. All right, uh, the Hanged Man, which I believe is a negative. You must make an impossible choice. Uh, the world, which is a positive, and the moon. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the world on this one. All right. Yeah, you crush this Hoffman underfoot, uh, and there's there's just one fewer Dustin Hoffman in the world now. Uh, the one Hoffman who has not been completely, like, destroyed, he looks like normal old Duff- Dustin Hoffman again. He's kind of, like, visibly panicking. He's like, all right, I, I really wasn't, uh, really wasn't planning for all three out of four of the four-track recordings to get got that easily uh, I highly recommend you cease and desist and come um, peacefully uh, you don't understand what's at stake uh, hey Maxie yeah I would like to shadow heist <sighs> alright let me see the description of that when pickpocketing a target focus your mind on one object you know the target owns but which isn't are currently are you going on to the- try and steal one of his awards <laughs> I'm gonna brain him with his Oscar so while while she's sneaking up on him, I, I want Flint to ask very well, what is at stake? I, okay, yeah, uh, let me let me draw the pickpocket, and then I'm gonna monologue for a bit. <laughs> uh, that's three Ellie. Yep. Uh, the magician, the high priestess, or the star, which are respectively positive. You achieve the impossible. Neutral, the supernatural acts through you. Positive, a new path reveals itself. Um, I'm gonna go with um, you achieve the impossible, <laughs> magician. Please. I would say you not only managed to steal his Academy Award, 
doesn't say Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> it says Lana Ramsey. Best Supporting Actress. Kung Fu Panda 5. <laughs> I'm so proud for you. Uh, and obviously, he does not notice this at all. He's yeah. looking solemnly up at Flynn. I'm going to let him get his little monologue out, and then I'm going to brain him. <laughs> what you have to understand is that as a supernatural creature and as a man with Jewish heritage, I'm very well aware of how cruel the world can be <laughs> towards those who are different. And I understand that the goal of Eidolon as an organization is to protect those who are different and to protect the world from those who would use power irresponsibly. But I think it's a fundamentally ill-conceived goal. What you've done as part of Eidolon of Montreal, you've managed to save a life here or there. You've managed to get people buried where they want to be buried. You've managed to protect people from corporate exploitation, but only ever on an individual level. You are fundamentally incapable of changing the world for the better, of creating a world where the supernatural and the mundane can exist in harmony without the need for a, if I'm being honest, self-appointed shadow government. I want to create that world. When I found out about your co-workers' powers many years ago, they intrigued me deeply. I saw a vision of a world where you could travel between versions of reality. A world where what seemed like inescapable facts of human nature or physics or magical law could, in fact, be rewritten. And I thought of a dream I had had when I was only a young man myself where the Ukrainian-born comedian Yakov Smirnov was an incredibly successful pirate captain. I realized there must be a way to replicate that effect, to find my way to a place where the laws of reality weren't set in stone yet, to create a new world that could exist is a better place than this one. And the fact of the matter is, you can't have a house without inhabitants, can you? Um. Wait, what, what was that about Yakov Spiridov now? That's enough. And I think <laughs> a lot of thwacks him. <laughs> yeah, okay, he's, he, you get him, he's out cold. Uh, Alright, I unvanish. I go, yeah, I totally didn't get the Yakov Smirnov thing either. Good yep. good shot, Alana. Thank you. Well, the important thing is that apparently this whole anomaly was Dustin Hoffman attempting to make his own bubble reality. Yeah, but uh, but he was talking about um Thea's um to be clear, I'm calling Thea Thea be or yeah, yeah, Thea you, because yeah, because Alana Yeah. I meant more like our character. I, I just want to say yeah, that yeah, out no, loud to clarify, like, you know, um but I'm doing finger guns to the mic. Hell you yeah. can't see them. Hell yeah. 
Um, but All yeah, right, so uh, wait, that doesn't. He was he was talking about like Thea, right? Like her her powers. Yeah. Oh, definitely. My eidolon well, was detecting her as a source of the anomaly. Yes. So we should like go track her down because she's um she and then we saw she's like weird like you said she's she's like visible but like spectral or something right yeah, or am uh, i imagining that is, yes yeah oh yeah yeah no she yeah. uh I, it, like like i said yeah. she's she's merging with an alternate universe version of herself in a weird way they're trying to exist in the same space it's kind of like time cop if you've ever seen that yeah oh, I've seen i have time seen cop. Yeah. time cop oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you've seen time cop hey no, there we go i think fantastic I film I think. Uh, wait, uh, what, what did he say? Quiet, quiet you. I, <laughs> I said it was a very good movie, and I wish I had been in it. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, honestly, honestly, Time Cop with Dustin Hoffman instead—that better movie, better mm. movie. Oh, I think. I don't yeah, think I disagree with you on that one. Van Damme's energy. Yeah, Fabi, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. Hi. Hello. I'm still here. Uh, I was saying, uh, I think if you you still see see T's Eidolon, but it doesn't. So, Tam, I wish you were born a girl. Kind of look like a Tea made out of light, and disconnected uh, dots looked like Tim made out of shadow. This outline kind of has looked like a weird mixture of both. But I think if you go to look at the scene now, slowly in the background, it it started to become something else. It kinda it looks like a moon with some shadows and uh, it a big full moon with some shadows. It doesn't look threatening, but it gives the sense of comfort. Uh, and yeah, I don't know if that's when I walk outside I come into the scene, opening the the scene there. I don't know if you had another plan, Maxi. I mean, I would say uh, you make it in fairly easily. Uh, you do see an yeah. unconscious Duff, Dustin Hoffman, and that's pretty impressive. You know, Dustin Hoffman, yeah. uh, he's been causing trouble for a while. Oh, yeah. He's no slouch. Hey, everyone. How? And, like, the moon gets behind her. Both casting the shadow and the light. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, we can talk about it later. I've been through a lot, but... Yeah. I think I'm ready to face whatever happens. Also, this might be awkward or weird. Known each other for a lot. Um... You mind calling me October instead of uh, Tia? You know, sure. October is eternal. I figured. Of course, October. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Well, anyway, do we need to clean this up? Yeah, like how do we uh, un pocket dimension? We're like we're like we're like three layers down yeah. Inception style right now, and I don't know how to fix this. I sensed your Eidolon had something to mm -hmm. do with the current warping. Do you know how to reverse it? It's not a knowing thing, it's more of a sensing thing. Can can I try to use my Maxi to use my Eidolon to put this 
pocket dimension back in its place? I would say so, sure. Uh, why don't you give me a POW draw? Yeah, I believe my POW... It's one. Where is it? It sure is. Uh, you have drawn the fool. You become who you need to be in this oh, moment. That's, that's my dissonance. That is her dissonance, baby. Okay, your actions sure send is. dark ripples through the undertow. <sighs> yeah, they sure do. So I and we were gonna have a good, we were gonna have a good end out here. I think uh, what you do is you reach out with. <laughs> I assume your idol on is October is eternal. It sure is. You reach out with October is eternal, and you are basically trying to will Outremont to return to Montreal in this plane while October is Eternal physically pushes the RV back into place in the City of Dreams. But what happens instead is the RV pushes back, and it pushes harder, and it starts to accelerate almost. You have to put greater and greater force into it. And even so, it is driving you back. And the hood of the RV is starting to smoke. It, the whole thing is starting to rattle. And with it, the world around you is beginning to rattle. You can see little bits of gravel, gravel and rubble falling down in the hole back to home. And I would say... You can... You can prevent Outremont from continuing on this path it's going to cause a lot of damage or you can let it go and it is going to shoot off for quite some distance based on my knowledge which one of the two options would cause the least amount of like people being hurt and casualties if we're just talking in terms of casualties, yeah. letting the RV go. If we're talking people being hurt, that's a bit more subjective, isn't it? Yeah, no, but listen, we, we do work for a corporation, so let's talk numbers. Casualties, so yeah, I think they feel that, and October takes a deep breath tiny bit of sweat under brow and lets the RV go. Above the city of dreams, the RV that contains Outremont sails into the distance. It flies over forests and seas, it flies over highways and streetcars and subways and elevated trains. It flies past condos and apartment buildings and houses and tents and all kinds of places where people live or work or just wander. Um, and the places where you were from, they recede into the distance. None of you see them, but I think you can sense it. You can sense as the wormhole closes up, as this tiny planet unites with the other tiny planet it was severed from, you can feel the universe as a whole shifting, pulling you away from where you were. You're all still very aware of what you are, who you are, where you have come from, but it feels more distant, more intellectual almost, more easily altered if you so wished. And eventually, that RV 
will reach a point where it starts to slow down, it starts to descend, it nestles in a little grassy patch, which might be by the side of a highway, or might be deep in the middle of a forest, might be out in a big stretch of prairie or steppe or savanna. It might just be a little public park that has an RV in it now. Depends how you look at it, depends what angle you come at it from. And uh, as it finally comes to a stop, um, the sky isn't kaleidoscopic, it isn't watercolor or oil paint anymore. It's just a sky. And it is an alien sky, and one that has a lot fewer stars than you're used to, but they're also clustered a lot closer together, if that makes sense. Uh, making a it, clearly a different sky, but, you know, on net, on balance, it looks pretty similar to how you might expect. Uh, and that hole that was leading back to where you came from, it's not there anymore. Um, uh, October? What just happened? Uh, I tried my best, but sometimes uh, the universe has other plans. Uh, I think we're gonna be fine, though. Okay, but where are we? I think for better or for worse, this is our home. Our new home? I think for now, it's just Utramon. Yeah. I think it could be more than that. And for my part, I do want to apologize. I didn't want to drag you four into this. Juniper leans over, uh, leans down and whispers to Alana, I'm sorry, I don't think we're going to be able to get that bra back. No! Just, like, genuinely upset. Fuck! Look, I mean, like, I don't have that many things, okay? I'm used to, like, moving, and you don't want to keep too much... But that was, like, the one... God damn it! We can we can find you another one. Ah! Hey, uh, what does the horizon look like? <laughs> you know... It looks like it did before, a little longer, since, you know, both these planets have uh, unified with each other. But I'll tell you what, Flint, what do you expect to see when you look towards the horizon? Uh, whatever is on the outside of Ultraman, normally. Then <laughs> yeah, I would say it's not exactly the rest of Montreal. It's sort of an expanse that's mostly unsettled. There's a few old ruins. Some look very modern, like they were hollowed out recently. Others look like they could go back to before European settlement, or like back when the Vikings first came to North America. A lot of buildings in between. And as you look further out, you can see entire different biomes. If you really squint, you can see... Uh, you can see water that you're pretty sure wasn't there. You don't think there was a lake or an ocean or anything in that direction, but there's something. Oh, sh Oh, no, we've landed in Fortnite. <laughs> I... I have... I have been two different people all my life, and I still don't know what that is. I need to see if I can contact my family to see if they're still here. 
Give me a second. Uh, I pull out my phone and try try to see if anyone answers. Yeah, I think somebody does. I think uh, you call your husband and he's like, Thea, is ever is, is everything all right? I forget. I forget what your husband sounds like. Hey, I don't know. I think that's it. basically it. Thea, Thea, is everything nice all right? Nice white dude. Uh, hey, uh, yeah, something happened in the case. I just wanted to check. Did did anything happen over there where you are? Any changes? The does the sky describe the sky for me, please? It's a pretty normal sky around like four forty-five, five a.m. Uh, I don't really know what else it would look like. Uh, there's not a hole anymore, but I don't think there's an Utramon either. It's just kind of like, uh, it goes from, it skips over one neighborhood to the next, you know? I think there's a, uh. there's a few buildings around the edges, but, uh, they're not really any buildings I recognize. So, the good news and bad news. Good news is I can still talk to you. Uh, bad news is that I think I might be stuck in Ultramont. I'm going to do everything in my power to get to see you and the kids again, okay? Alright. We'll, uh, we'll do what we can from here. Yeah. I, uh, I know that we have at least a few spatial anomalies that we can probably use to at least try and track you down. Um, you know, Rebecca might get a little a uh, little more field work than we were expecting, but I think, you know, she'll be excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> She's always been a go-getter. Oh, uh, spe- speaking of go-getters, how's that, uh, that Alana girl you work with? Uh, I think she's good now. That's good. I, I don't know. I've been, I've been thinking about her a lot lately. I think a lot of folks at the office are worried. I, uh, yeah. You know, I assume she's with you, uh, wherever yeah, that is now. But uh, interesting. Yeah. You know, give her she's my best. Here. Yeah. Uh, and the rest of my team is also here, <laughs> even if no one at the office is asking for them. Well, uh, I mean, it'll be pretty hard to get by without Juniper and Flint, I imagine. But we'll figure mm-hmm. something out. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. I'll come home. And, uh, yeah. We'll talk then. Oh, wait, hang on. Uh, sorry. Jean wants to talk to... Jean wants to talk to, yeah. uh, Alana real quick. Yeah, Alana? Uh, uh, yeah, hello? Why the Possibly fuck? The why the fuck did you have to destroy that walkie-talkie? That was the last one we had, Alana. We should have we more walkie- traced that. We should have more walkie-talkies. It's not my fault that you can't fucking get a budget. If there was the bug, Salana, please, come on. If it helps, I still have the other walkie-talkie. If you can find another one with the same frequency, we can still communicate. Yeah, hey, Flake, can I see what that real quick? What frequency? Hey, Flake, can, uh, I, no. can I... No, 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 no. Alana, no. 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 I, just, I just want to look at it. No, I... Alana, no. Alana, I am, I am still a giant, and I will do whatever I have to do to keep you away from this thing. Okay, let's. Just imagine you cradling this walkie-talkie gingerly between your pinky and your thumb. I think it grew with him. I think it's a huge walkie-talkie right now. Oh, even better. Maybe it has better signal now. It has larger signal at the very least. (laughs) 
All right. Well, in the future, Alana, one, please do not do not destroy Eidolon equipment. And also, can you ask for permission before getting a role in a major motion picture? Because that could really put our shit on blast. All right. Um. Sorry, you'll you'll have to talk to my here. You'll have to talk to my agent, and she gives the phone to Juniper. <laughs> uh, yes, this is her agent. Um, Juniper. You, yes, are you ser- are you seriously moonlighting as her agent? Uh, a lot. A lot no. of gives like big double thumbs up nods. Juniper, do you want to just pass me? Uh, pass me the phone. I'll talk to the. Bus she's lady. saying I should say yes. So yes. <laughs> Pass me the phone. Okay. I, I think October grabs the phone's like, yeah, we are dealing with a 342 between them, so I just... We'll do the paperwork oh, when we get there. Um, the, you know, I know I shouldn't judge this, because I know yeah, I know you and Kevin, obviously, 342. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, no, they... I just, you know, the kids I just are don't allowed. get it. It's always one thing or another. Like, okay, well... We're going to try and contact you as best as we can. Yeah. Um, do you think you can sit tight uh, wherever the hell you are until then? Yeah, we will make a do. I want to check in on the locals, make sure they're doing okay. Uh, All right. If if nothing else, we're either on of... Uh, I keep forgetting what the place called. Oh, Tremont. Yeah. <laughs> we're either on of... Of here, says me and my very thick accent. All right, well, uh, I guess that's as good as we can expect. And don't beat yourselves up too much about this. Uh, obviously not the ideal situation, but shit happens. Oh, we encounter him, by the way. Oh, that He's man? He's been taken care of, yeah. Wait, you... Oh, all right, well... No, no, not... Mm, neutralized? Mm, ah... It's not a three twelve. It's an eight seventy four. He's not. He's been compromised, but not to a permanent end. Correct. Okay, I understand. And I believe he might be looks at Dustin Hoffman, willing to help us fix this little mistake. All right. Uh, for now, I need to get some fucking sleep and yeah. probably some headache meds. Uh, why don't you? Five, do the same, and uh, we'll reconvene this hey, afternoon. Can you just pass me my husband real yeah, quick? Yeah, sure. Kevin, she wants to talk to you some more. Uh, what's up, hon? Hey, just figuring some things about myself. We'll talk about it more later, but um, wanted to let you know. Uh, I think I'm going to be going by October now, and it's they, them pronouns. Oh, sure. I mean, that'll... I'm gonna be honest. It'll probably take a bit of getting used to, but yeah, makes that's you happy, fine. Right? I love you. You can call me whatever you want, but you know, letting you know. Sure thing. We'll talk about it more. I'm gonna go get some coffee. I'll uh, yeah. I'll talk to you tonight. Yeah. Can you can you let the kids know I'm safe? I will. Thank you. And he hangs up. All right. I put the phone away. Well, uh, I don't know about the rest of you, but. That fight left me craving some bagels. Was there another bagel shop in this town? <laughs> you know what? Yeah, there's like a tiny place. Okay, yeah, we'll yeah. see if they're open. You know what? You expect them to be open? Yeah. Good news. They're open? They're open. 
Hell yeah. Not only do they got bagels, they got donuts. Oh, good. Ooh, do they have those croissants or they have like a ham and cheese baked inside? Yes, they do. Oh. Do they have bagel holes? What the hell is a bagel hole? <laughs> it's like a donut. It's like a donut it's hole, like a but donut a bagel. Hole, but made yeah, a bagel. No, nobody. The bagels don't do that. That's not a. That's not a bagel. <laughs> it's not. No one's ever. Done I know. <laughs> I. I mean, they're just don't they're, grab Flint. They're just donut holes. Don't don't ruin this for her. I love a. She doesn't know. I love a sweet bagel. Eidolon Playtest is produced by Audio Entropy. You can join the official Audio Entropy Discord server where you can discuss this show and several others at bit.ly slash aediscord. We're also on Twitter at Eidolon Playtest. Eidolon Disco will be back next week, January 8th for Patreon subscribers and January 15th for everyone else. I'll see you in the City of Dreams. Dreams.